Welcome to the Power of Positivity podcast. We talk about mental health, positivity, and well, my life leading up to this point. With guests, a variety of topics will be covered, helping us all understand how to be better and hopefully motivate us in doing so. I want to share my stories with all of you and how you can always change your perspective with an open mind. Let's make this a great day and get started with the show. What is going on everyone? Welcome into episode 4 of the Power of Positivity podcast. My name is Andy and today we are going to be doing or getting into a little bit of a deeper talk and we're going to be talking about dealing with the loss of a loved one. Before we get into everything that we're going to talk about today, I actually do stream on Twitch, Tuesdays, Thursdays and Sundays at twitch.tv slash bottomfrag. That is also my Twitter if you do want to ask me any questions. If you do want video access to this, I'm actually going to be putting the video up for free on patreon.com slash thestreamerhub if you do want to check it out. So as we said, today's talk in today's episode is going to go into a little bit of the deeper side and it's possibly going to be the hardest thing I will ever record and I will ever shoot. The reason I want to make a video of this is I think it can help a lot of people and I think it can help anyone who's going through it or has gone through it before to maybe deal with it in another way and learn from what I've learned in the past 10 slash 11 years of me going through this. So a little backstory of what has happened in my life and that in 2009, sadly, my mum had lost her battle to cancer and passed away. She was around 40 at the time, and for me, I was 10, just turned 10 actually in January, and it was a hard hit. I really didn't have any idea what was going on. I knew that she was there, and now she was gone, but other than that, I hadn't really understood what had happened, what she had went through, the impact that it was going to have on my life and the person I was going to become because of it. I actually just looked up the statistics and it said that 609,640 people will die from the disease and that was in 2018. Now I believe that would be lower now as I know they're finding new cures for different types of cancer every day but that still doesn't make it any easier to deal with when maybe a family or a friend or someone is diagnosed or sadly passes away from it. I want to help people understand that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, that there is always a good way and a positive way to look at things that happen in your life, things that are really, really difficult to deal with. Even me shooting this right now, I thought I would have been struggling a lot more than I am. And I think it's because over the years I've been able to talk about it more freely and becoming more confident and allowing others to learn from me and what I learned, especially in my darkest times. When it first happened, I did not deal with it well. I was so upset, just like anyone would be, because it was just too hard to grasp. I looked for everyone and anyone to blame. Who could I put the blame on to make this easier for me? At the end of the day, I realised there was no one. There was no one to blame because it was no one's fault. It was something that happens in life to many people and unfortunately it happened to our family. 
I couldn't change that. I couldn't do anything with that. All I could do was try to think of the best memories that I had. For years on end, I actually struggled a lot with life, with sleep, with work, with anything. When it came to school, activities, literally anything became harder. I struggled to sleep for many, many years after, and it was only until I was around 18 where it started to get a little bit easier, because at night we only have ourselves to think about. We only have our mind and ourself in the complete silence, and that's all we could think about. That was all I could think about. I couldn't think of anything else, just bad memories and stuff that I wish I had done or changed to allow me to have the best memories I could ever. My dad always told me that you have to look at the best things that have happened, never the worst, because that is what's going to get you through and that's what's going to allow you to live the best life that you possibly can. Again, I didn't even want to go to school at the time. I struggled to go to school because every day that you went, the teachers or the students would all talk about their parents. In some way or another, it might have been harmless, and all the time it was harmless. For me, it was as if they were rubbing it in. Like, they have their parents and I don't. I still have my dad to this day, and he is now happily married with my stepmom, and I am over the moon by that. But at the time, he wasn't. And it wasn't like that. It was just me, him, and my brother against the world. I then stuck to my brother quite a lot. He was sort of my guidance for that period in time in my life. Because although he was a little bit older than me, he helped me understand what I was going through and how to deal with it a little bit more. There's a lot of lessons that I took from that and still I'm learning today. Lessons that I will use for the rest of my life to help others who are going through the same situation as me or have been through it before but still can't seem to crawl back to the light that they used to have. Life is hard. Really, really hard. There's a lot of things that happen, a lot of curveballs that go and try to bring you back down to the deepest, darkest places that you've ever been. And we can't do anything about it. It's just something that life loves to throw at us every single week. What has helped me get through is realising that if I only have a short amount of time left on this world, I'm going to make that the best time that I possibly can. We only get one shot. Yes, there might be something in the afterlife that, that might be there, but nothing's proven. We don't know if nothing happens after the end. What I do know is that we have a choice to be the best person that we possibly can be now and here. We have the ability to change who we are and the outlook that we have, becoming the most confident person that we could be, expressing our love for others, the positivity to the world, and really trying to make a difference in this life. I know if there was one thing that she could say to me now, it was to be happy. To be happy with what you've got, be grateful for who you have in your life, for family who are still here today, parents, grandparents, uncles, aunts, cousins, anyone, anyone in your life who is still here today you should be grateful for. Because we really don't know what life has for us. 
I did not expect her to be taken. She was ripped away from all of our lives far too early and I had so much to learn, which I unfortunately couldn't. What I do know is that I was raised in a loving home. People who cared for me and would dedicate their lives to making me live my happiest. And that is the lessons I am now taking in to the future. To live each day as if it's my last. Because if I was to die tomorrow, I would know that I have made a positive impact on this world. (laughs) I think you can hear in my voice now. It is getting a little bit harder to speak about it. But I know how important this can be to a lot of people. And I know how strong these people are. And I want to show that every day can be another bright day if we allow it to. There's been a lot of changes I've now made in my life thanks to everything that has went on. Whether that be good or bad, lessons are what we can always learn from. I know in previous episodes we've actually dedicated a full episode to talking about lessons that I have learned in my life. This being one of them. This has helped me adapt into the person I am today. And although I still believe I would be a positive person if she was still here, I don't know the route that I would have taken. One thing I get a lot, and I used to get a lot more often, was that people thought they understood what I'd went through, when they have never dealt with that in their life. I think for anyone who has been through this, you'll know exactly what I mean. When people try to give you advice or tell you that you'll all be okay, when they have never went through anything like that. That was one of the most infuriating questions or statements that I had ever received, and it was a lot more than you'd think. A lot of people think they understand what you're going through. In reality, they have no idea of the struggle that it's been. Although I talked to a lot of people, I was a lot more open about what had happened. People still did not realise what I went through behind closed doors. How I felt when I was all alone at night, trying to get to sleep because I knew I had school in the morning, yet had to deal with teachers and kids always talking about their parents, talking to me like they understood, and talking to me as if everything was going to be fine. Everything wasn't fine. And it's not a bad thing to realise that and accept that. Everything was not fine. I was not okay. I did not know how to deal with it properly. And all I knew was that if I talked about it, at least I could get my feelings expressed. Even when I did express my feelings, I still didn't understand what they meant. I still didn't understand I would never be able to see her again. All I knew was that I had lost one of the closest people to my heart in my life. I think it is important for all of us to speak our mind at some points. Yes, life can be really, really hard. And yes, people do not understand if they haven't been through it. But even having someone just to listen to you to allow you to express what you think is going on in your mind, to unramble a little bit of the noise that's happening every single day can be so beneficial. I remember in my English papers, we had to write two personal essays, and that was in two separate years. Both of the years I wrote about my mum, and that was because that was the only thing I wanted to write about, the only thing that was close enough to my heart to actually care about. Both of those years I actually passed 
and got a B in the first year and then an A in the second. Both of which allowed me to see that because I care so much, I have a lot to say. There's a lot of people who could learn from it. A lot of people could learn from what I went through and what a lot of us go through. Cancer is a lot more common than people think. And although most are able to be dealt with quite easily nowadays, there is still, as we've said before, hundreds of thousands of families, and that is in America alone, that go through this every year. If this episode can be anything, I want it to be a sort of understanding to those who have been through it and helping those who haven't realise that you trying to understand and help people understand that you understand won't actually work. If you are just there to listen, help them through a tough time in their life, allow you to know that you will be there for them through thick and thin, will help a lot more. They may not express that because right now is a really, really tough time. They won't know how to react to anything and might even have sort of anger outbursts or outbursts that wouldn't usually happen. Understand that is normal because they have lost something that is so dear to their heart that it's unfathomable to react in any way. The next thing I want to talk about is something that actually I am always and always will be grateful for and that was my school setting up a sort of mini therapy session. Now as weird as that sounds, our school actually set up a a chat where on a Friday afternoon some of us would go and we would talk about our feelings to a classroom assistant. This was made up of people who had also been through stuff in their life. Not all the same as me, but challenging things that kids really shouldn't have to deal with. I honestly think this was one of the most important things in my life. This helped me understand what was going on more, understand a little bit more about the world and why it wasn't all about me. Other people were hurting, other people were suffering, but we could suffer together and get out of that together. I'm actually going to find out more about what happened to that classroom assistant now as I would love to write a letter to her to thank her for everything that she done for me and for the others who were there. This is a lot harder than I thought. I don't know how my dad was feeling at the time, but I knew that I didn't want to be another person who was trying to put all my stuff on him. I don't know how much he was dealing with then, but I knew that me having that in school allowed him to know I was getting the help I needed. I still don't know to this day if I have dealt with it in the right way. Within this group, we talked about how we were feeling, why these feelings were normal and how to deal with them a little bit better. And actually, one of the times we had the parents come in and they seen the booklets that we had filled out and had a chat with all the parents as well. It was nice to know that those who truly cared for us came in to witness this. Even though it might have been the most stupid thing in the world, they still came in to support that. And that's something I will forever be grateful for. I am now trying to take all of this in. Because I don't speak about it too often anymore, as I know I've dealt with it in the best way that I can, and use only the good memories 
that have happened in my life. Only the things that I will always remember for the better. Yes, of course, there's always those negative memories and they will always be with us. Always something that lingers on in the background, waiting for us to fall back into the dark cave that it's trying to pull us down to. But what we have to understand is that life is precious. And if we are living in the here and now, appreciating everyone that we have and everything that we have, then we can live a happier and more positive life. There's one memory that always sticks with me and something that plays over time and time again. I've never actually told anyone this memory, so do bear with me if it's a little bit harder to get out. But I think it's helped me kind of picture and have an image of what I want life to be. My mum had moved around hospitals quite a lot. And we went to visit her as much as we possibly could. When she was a little bit closer, we could visit her more often, but sometimes when it was a little bit further away, it was maybe once or twice a week me and my brother went up. After speaking to her and saying our goodbyes, we went to the elevator. And just before the elevator closed, she was standing there, smiling back at us. To me, that is the image I always like to play back in my head. That even though she's gone with those doors closed, she is always going to be a positive light in my life. This episode is dedicated to her to everything she done for me and my family and helped me become the person I am today. Helped me develop into the person I have always wanted to be and follow my dreams that I and follow my dreams that I never thought possible. I have met people I've wanted to surround myself with and be with because of the positivity and mindset that they have. And I don't think I would be the person I am today if everything wasn't to happen the way it has. We can take it as a negative or we can take it as a positive. And although I would do anything to just spend one more day with her, I'm grateful for the person that she made me. Now I don't actually know this quote off by heart, but I found it truly, truly amazing. Seeds of faith are always within us. Sometimes it takes a crisis to nourish and encourage their growth. Susan Taylor. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode and I'm looking forward to next week's. Have a fantastic day.